It's Friday, January 20th, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Welcome, everybody, back to Goodwill Talk Daily. It's great to be with you. I hope you've enjoyed so far our journey through Isaiah. I know there's some rough parts in this. It might not be the super encouraging thing that you're looking for. Maybe we'll follow this up with Philippians when we're done with Isaiah, just to give us a little bit of an encouraging shot in the arm after this. But but really, um, this is a, a way for us to, to see the, the stench of sin. I think we've, we become comfortable with sin sometimes, and we forget just how awful it is, and we forget what righteous judgment against our sin would look like, because our sins deserve it. Our sins deserve such a retribution. Praise be to God that in Jesus Christ, retribution has already been faced by him, and we receive nothing, nothing but grace and love and mercy. That's what's yours today. That's what you carry into this weekend. You carry love and grace and mercy into this weekend. If you think about that, God loves you. And we're going to see in these first couple verses just how loved you are and the tragedy of what it is to spurn that love, to choose to love lesser things instead of God. And then I'll challenge you at the end, challenge you at the end to focus on evidences of God's love in your life this weekend. Well, let's look together at Isaiah chapter 5. Isaiah 5, starting in verse 1. I will sing for the one I love, a song about his vineyard. My loved one has a vineyard on a fertile hillside. He dug it up and cleared it of stones and planted it with the choicest vines. He built a watchtower in it, cut out a wine press as well, and he looked for a crop of good grapes. But it yielded only bad fruit. Now you dwellers in Jerusalem and people of Judah, judge between me and my vineyard. What more could have been done for my vineyard than I've done for it? When I looked for good grapes, why did it yield only bad? Now I will tell you what I am going to do to my vineyard. I will take away its hedge, and it will be destroyed. I will break down its wall, and it will be trampled. I will make it a wasteland, neither pruned nor cultivated, and briars and thorns will grow there. I will command the clouds not to rain on it. The vineyard of the Lord Almighty is the nation of Israel and the people of Judah. They are the vines he delighted in. He looked for justice, but saw bloodshed, for righteousness, but heard cries of distress. Woe to you who add house to house and join field to field till no space is left and you live alone in the land. The Lord Almighty has declared in my hearing, Surely the great houses will become desolate, the fine mansions left without occupants. A ten-acre vineyard will produce only a bath of wine. A homer of seed will yield only an ephah of grain. Woe to those who rise early in the morning to run after their drinks, who stay up late at night till they are inflamed with wine. They have harps and lyres at their banquets, pipes and timbrels and wine, but they have no regard for the deeds of the Lord no respect for the work of his hands. Therefore, my people will go into exile for lack of understanding. Those of high rank will die of hunger. The common people will be parched with thirst. Therefore, death expands its jaws, opening wide its mouth. Into it will descend their nobles and masses with all their brawlers and revelers. So people 
will be brought low and everyone humbled, the eyes of the arrogant humbled. But the Lord Almighty will be exalted by his justice, and the holy God will be proved holy by his righteous acts. Then sheep will graze as in their own pasture. Lambs will feed among the ruins of the rich. Woe to those who draw sin along with the cords of deceit, and wickedness is with cart ropes. To those who say, let God hurry, let him hasten his works, so we may see it. The plan of the Holy One of Israel, let it approach, let it come into view so we may know it. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes, clever in their own sight. Woe to those who are heroes at drinking wine, champions at mixing drinks, who acquit the guilty for a bribe and deny justice to the innocent. Therefore, as tongues of fire lick up straw and as dry grass sinks down in the flames, so their roots will decay and their flowers blow away like dust. For they have rejected the law of the Lord Almighty and spurned the the word of the Holy One of Israel. Therefore, the Lord's anger burns against his people. His hand is raised and he strikes them down. The mountains shake and the dead bodies are like refuse in the streets. Yet for all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. He lifts up a banner for the distant nations. He whistles for those at the ends of the earth. Here they come, swiftly and speedily. Not one of them grows tired or stumbles. Not one slumbers or sleeps. Not a belt is loosened at the waist. Not a sandal strap is broken. Their arrows are sharp. All their bows are strung. Their horses' hooves seem like flint. Their chariot wheels like a whirlwind. Their roar is like that of a lion. They roar like young lions. They growl as they seize their prey and carry it off with no one to rescue. In that day they will roar over it like the roaring of the sea. And if one looks at the land, there is only darkness and distress. Even the sun will be darkened by clouds. It is a day of judgment that is coming because the people of Israel had been loved by God and did not return that love with love of their own. They ignored the blessings of God spurned his love. Think about the things he had done. He had he created a place for them. He led them into the promised land. He provided food. He provided love. He provided he provided his very own presence amongst them. He'd given them a place to worship and he dwelled among his people in the tabernacle and then in the temple. And yet they chased after other gods. They chased after pleasure. Yes, there was much fine much finery at the feast, much wine at the banquet, much frivolity and joy, at least human joy. But at every, at every turn, they ignored the love of their God. They were unable to see it because they were blinded by the things of their own lives. And this is a challenge for us. Are we so blinded by the things of our lives that we miss the evidence of God's love at work? Do we miss that God is involved in our lives, that he loves us, that he's, that he's providing for us? Are we so enamored with the things of this world that we lose sight of the things of the world to come? So here's the challenge for you this weekend. Pray that the Holy Spirit would open your eyes to moments of God's love made evident for you. I want you to see God's love. 
I want you to know his love. Pray that the Holy Spirit would reveal to your heart moments of love clearly from God and meditate on them. Meditate on what he's already done to show you his love. He sent you his son to die for you and to rise again. There is no more clear declaration of the love of God than the redeeming work of Jesus Christ for you. He sent his son for you because he loves you. So brother and sister Christian, do not lose sight of the love of God the way that the Israelites did. No, don't don't go chasing after other things, but meditate on the love of God. Ask that he would reveal to you evidences of his love in creation, in your week, in your heart, particularly in his word, as he reminds you of what he did for you in Christ, your sins forgiven, eternity promised. He's done that for you because he loves you. Never forget how loved you are by the God of the universe, how loved you are by Jesus Christ, how loved you are by the Holy Spirit. You are loved. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love. You've proven it to us time and time again. Most perfectly, you proved it in the gift of your son, Jesus Christ. Born, lived, died, rose again, ascended, and one day will return all because you love us and are saving us from our sins, saving us from hell, saving us from the evil one bringing us into eternity, bringing us into a kingdom where there will be no more sorrow, no more sighing, where every tear will be wiped away. You promise us this in Christ because you love us. Help us to meditate on your love this weekend. Help us to meditate on the wonder of the love of God for his people. Would it fill us with joy and would it help us to worship? We love you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks so much for being here today. I'll see you again next week right back here at Goodwill Talk Daily.